Hey everyone, it's your old Brittany here and welcome to another Brit Positive Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope everyone is doing wonderful out there. To keep up with us here, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, and more. Now, if you're listening to us on those platforms, then you can click that follow button to join the Brit Positive Fam Bam and download this podcast so you can listen to it on the go. All the links are down below so you can join in spreading the positivity with us. Now for our Brit Positive quote of the day. And this one's like my personal favorite right now. (laughs) We were gone for quite a while, but no matter what happens next, the galaxy still need its guardians. Now, just so you guys know what this show is all about, we are definitely getting into the Guardian of the Galaxy Volume 3 movie. I am so excited. And now you guys know, you guys already know, I couldn't do this episode ever without my brother who has not been on season four yet. So please give him a warm welcome back on our season four Brit Positive podcast. My brother, Andre. How's everyone doing? Glad to be back. Man, it's good to see you. You look well. Oh, nice to hear. So, um, as of this weekend that just passed, well, we didn't see it on the weekend. We saw it on a Thursday week, of day of the week, but it is... We saw it opening night. Yeah, we saw it opening night, and honestly, it it was really, it was really good. I, I, I'm like super amped, and I don't want it to be because I'm so hype over this film to make it be like, oh, it's so good, it's hype and everything. It's like, no, guys, it's just, it's it's a buildup. It's a buildup of 10 years of watching Guardian 1, Guardian 2, Infinity, Endgame, and now this one where they are closing their story and they did it they did it really well and I'm just so glad James Gunn was able to do his thing and write finish his story of telling the Guardian story, you know, as against some other directors jumping in and doing their own thing and the writers as well. He was able to just finish his story and and i'm happy to see his way of ending it as against you know a lot of shows or movies the writers always are switching around and and then you're kind of like what happened to the story that we thought it was leading to to now like something different and it's because you know behind the scenes there's a lot of swapping out of people well, you, you can get that same effect though even when it's the same writers everyone anyone that's a fan of uh what was that show called again with the dragons and winter was coming I can't remember the name, but... Uh, How to Train Your Dragon? No, 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 no. I, I believe it was uh, Game of Thrones. Oh. So you had the writer, right? Right. And they were doing the writers throughout the whole season. But you would think they got a new writing team off the streets mm-hmm. that just tangentially heard of it. It was so different and bad. Oh, but it, it was, was the same writer? It was the same, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, I, I'm just saying from my experience of... People switching out writers in the in the industry and all. I I always saw the difference and I was like, this is not as good as season one or this is not as good as the second movie movie and things like that. So for James Gunn to stick it out and on top of that, take it home and really like home run this Guardian of the Galaxy thing. It was just great uh, great now let's just give you guys a process so if you guys check out my instagram brit positive podcast you will see a little mini vlog of my brother and i heading to the movie so of course you see Wait, the excitement now there's a little literally of you dancing <laughs> oh yeah you're taping me <laughs> yeah 
And so basically, we were heading to there. And, you know, when I saw the poster, I was like, guys, this is really happening. And it's, you know, it's funny. I made sure to only watch the trailer a couple times, like once or twice. And then if you make it sound like, oh, let's just watch it once or twice. If no, but I type, didn't, though. You're the type that will watch the trailer like 50 times. I know, but I didn't this time around. I think I was sad to see it because I was like, oh, snap, someone's going to die. Like I was kind of feeling that that you, feeling. You don't want to get into the spoilers. Too early, no, I'm though. not spoiling this for you guys. You're going to have to go watch it yourself. But I'm just saying I. We strongly recommend you watching it. It is an experience. Yes, that's the thing, because I'm, all I'm talking about is my experience. I'm not going to be telling you guys what happened, things like that. Maybe that will be on our part two. So if you guys want to get more detail and myself and my brother discussing a bit more, please let me know. Maybe I'll do a poll on the Instagram and you guys let me know if you want to get a little more context, spoiler context of like what I thought of a certain scene, my brother as well. We're more than happy to do that for you guys because, you know, we're we're fans here. We're Guardian of the Galaxy fans, more so me than my brother. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just I'm just putting that out there for people to know. <laughs> I was I went in being like, oh, let's give this movie a try. The first one. Yeah, because I love Marvel's cosmic universe. Like the cosmic series have always been my favorite. Right. Like you have uh, Silver Surfer, Galactus. I I always loved that space when nice. it came nice. to Marvel. That's cool, but. Going back to Guardians, which clearly is to show you I'm the fan here because he wants to talk about Silver Surfer. And I'm like, we're here about Guardians, though. Let's talk about the experience. So for myself, when we the whole week leading like it was it was basically release week. Like you just have to wait for the day where all theaters were able to, you know, have a hit. And we went to early releasing. But I just remember, like, I didn't even want to think about it. I was like, I'm not thinking about it because I know, like, I'll lose sleep on it if I if I think about it too much, which is basically me, you know, just getting antsy on what's going to happen. What's going to happen? I didn't want that. So I was just making myself busy. I was doing 20 different things. And then it was the day. And I just remember looking at the tickets in my room and I'm like, wow, we're got." I was like, it is. It's it's May 4th. We're, we're going to go see it. I am genuinely surprised to hear all of that. I legit thought you forgot. So the day of, I'm just like, let me remind her that the Guardians movie is today. No, I, I just, to like... I just, honestly, it's not that I forgot. I just had to play it cool. I was like, we're not going to give myself a heart attack. We're going to just chill. We're going to relax. It's going to be okay. Because also, too, I was, I had this, was all of this no, but listen, <laughs> in the end game, I was a different person. <laughs> but, but I had a coworker who's like, yeah, someone's going to, like, I had a coworker. He doesn't, he never, he's not a Marvel fan. Okay. He's he's one he's he's that guy who's like Marvel sucks like that's him. He was there just mentioning the fact that oh yeah Guardians is not gonna be good. He was just like downplaying it. I was like dude leave, get, lay off the Guardians okay leave it alone. And so anyway with that I just remember like you know what I don't even know because of how Marvel has been the hype for me to get over like to get into a Marvel movie nowadays has been so low. It's been so like, uh, what movie's out? Mm, when it hits Disney Plus. Like, that's just, just been my vibe. Like, even Doctor Strange, all this stuff. I, honestly, the only movie I got hype about for the longest time before Guardians was Spider-Man. And then knowing yeah. that after Spider-Man, 
I wasn't hyped for any of the other movies. I mean, I checked out stuff, but I just the excitement wasn't there. I really just didn't care that much. And then when I got the year of when Guardians is supposed to come out, I was like, okay, all right, this is their last chance to like at least give me this, give me this. And um, the I, movie. I guess I'm gonna have to kind of pressure you to go and see uh, uh, Fantastic Four, the new one that yeah. they're making. Yes. Anyway, so <laughs> so going back to my excitement for Guardians, I was leading up. I was just very tame. I was just like, all right, we're going to just we're just going to let we're going to go with no expectations. None. Whether low or high, it's none. I just went in as a moviegoer who loves the Guardians, period. And when my brother and I got there and we got in our seats, we got our popcorns. I'm all excited. I even had my Ravenger shirt on which is as guardians and then it's like the rad ravenger symbol i was like yes i'm a ravenger and everything and the movie starts and i was like oh my gosh this is it and all i got out of me in that moment was i'm so curious to see where they're gonna go with the story did you know that you got you've had that ravenger shirt i bought it for you when the first movie came out yes when i became a guardian of galaxy fan my brother bought me the ravenger shirt and I never went back. <laughs> so I had the biggest smile when I saw you wearing it. Yeah, I'm like, it's so bad. <laughs> no, it's not that small either. But it was it was just, oh, man, guys, you don't understand. Guardians has taken me through some good times. Like, like even when I was going through hard times, like if I was studying in school, I would just play a Guardians movie while I was studying. And it just, like, brought such a happy feeling around. It's a feel-good movie for you. For me, for sure. And so watching one was good, and I loved it. Then watching two I loved it. Like, it was the same excitement and such. Oh, and I, I really enjoyed Guardians 2.5. Uh, Infinity, Infinity War. War. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity War. Even seeing them in Infinity, I was like, those are my guys. Like, the vibe, their tone, their comedy, their their everything. It's like they, they made an entrance into the MCU movie world with all the other superheroes like this is their first time coming in and they did it well i mean people were mad at quill for what he did but i didn't hold that against him i'm mad at people for being mad at quill you're not mad at people because we're all about loving people no what i'm saying is though if quill didn't act the way that he did it would have been so out of character because he I expected him to act i mean he was just hitting thanos i don't think he i think it's it's Thanos. He it's, barely it's, felt it. It's more he of like on the he, Hulk. Yeah, it's more <laughs> like he needed to just vent. Yeah, like he if he was to bottle that in, he would have a stroke because <laughs> he just learned the love of his life got killed by her father. Ooh, spoiler for that. But you know, guys, if you haven't oh, seen this, Infinity, this, like it, it Infinity was out for many years now. If you haven't we, seen it, no, no, no. Oh, never mind. I thought we did a. No, we didn't do a review of it. Oh. But we did talk about it being one of our top Marvel movies to watch. Exactly. Yeah. But um, Guardians, for me, I was so in it with that in Infinity War and then Endgame. We didn't get much of them in Endgame. It was just them being reunited yeah. again. Um, the team, people who were disappeared, who blipped, sorry, people who blipped came back. And that was it. That was basically how Endgame was going. But it was more fo- so focused on Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, and Chris Hemsworth, those characters. You, you, I can't argue against that. No, that's just what Endgame was focused because I think that movie was a goodbye to them. Exactly. Right? So, you you know, we 
that's where we got to see them do their last big hurrah. But this movie was now Guardians' own thing to be its thing. And like I said, throughout the movie, I will say from my experience, there was happiness. There was laughter. People cried. I think I was on the verge to cry, but I didn't. I just said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to cry because I think (laughs) Spider-Man already like dented that heart for me where I was like, this is so depressing. So I was like, I'm not going to let another movie get me so down like that. So I was like, it's just a movie. It's just a movie. Like anytime it was sad, I was like, it's just a movie. (laughs) You say that though, but you know what almost made me tear up, Brittany? You can't spoil it. Oh, I can't. Oh, okay then. Well, it, the, the the end of the movie made me tear up. The end of the movie. Okay, just say that. And if you have seen it, you know what he's talking about. If you haven't seen it, you have to watch it so you know what he's talking about. I actually came across a tweet too that was just expressing everything I was feeling because even in the movie, you know, you mentioned about a certain scene that made you emotional. I think for me, it was the ending. Not that it made me cry, because like I said, I didn't tear up or anything. There was nothing coming out of me, but I just felt a lot of things. And this is what I felt. And this person on Twitter just wrote it perfectly for me. So they basically were just pointing out that they realized after watching Endgame, No Way Home, and now Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, that they don't need to watch any more MCU movies because um, they got the conclusion the good conclusion from for all of their favorite films um in the mcu and that's how i felt too at least i'm still rocky about no way home not that how it ended it just felt sad for peter but if that's the end of it that's the end of it but um for guardians i was like whoo this is good an end game as well sad but that's the ending that i honestly don't see myself watching mcu anymore like i think i'm 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 moving on just as like James Gunn and all the characters and actors are moving on too. I I kind of felt the same way. At the very least, for the Guardians, I don't need to see a Guardians four, nor would I really be interested in it because, as far as I'm concerned, these characters have done their tour and now they can rest. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how I see it too. So what for me, all it's all that's left for me is to just get all three movies on DVD and replay it every day <laughs> until I'm over it. <laughs> because then I have like, you know, it's like a book collection and you have all three books and such. Like, well, I mean, if I were to really stick with the Guardian story, I would also have to get Infinity War and Endgame just so the story makes sense. Oh, sadly, but truly, I would have to get Thor Love and Thunder too. Actually, no. It, not really. They were in it. They weren't, but there wasn't like a major story that was proper. Fair enough, I guess. To like continue the, the third one. I don't think I need Thor to understand the third one. Do they have the holiday special on DVD? Oh, I want, yes, I need to get that too. Oh, by the way, watch the holiday special before um, watching this movie. Yeah. It's just a little it. bonus. It's so sweet. It's a good one. That was that was the best. Like I'm just saying, like look how look at them. They did it right. That was like a way to finish the start a movie and end a movie. Like I had no complaints. I I was just like, I was nervous for the cast. I was nervous for the act, the director, writer, James Gunn, because I was like, dude, you made so many good ones. Like you know, it's like bam, bam. Everyone's just like a good 
A plus, A plus, A plus. And then it's like, this is your last one. Well, I was kind of (laughs) nervous of the villain because I don't think it's really a spoiler to say that the, the high evolutionary is one of the most punchable villains ever. No, but the guy who acted as him was wonderful. Oh, no, he did a great job. He made me dislike him. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The whole time I was in the theater with Dre, I was, like, hitting him, like, honestly, Dre. Like, I was whispering to Andre, like, I I really don't like this guy, but he's doing a really good job. (laughs) He was, like, he was was a really good actor. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, he's doing a really good job playing this part, but it's, like, I dislike what you're doing in this movie. It's it's what it's like. He did such a good job of being the worst. (laughs) (laughs) That he was the best. (laughs) Hey, are you tired of real estate services that treat you like just another transaction? If so, listen up. Check out Christian and his team of top producing agents that are here to change that for you. In doing so, you can sign up for a free introduction call with Christian Scavone. Whether you're a first-time buyer or a seasoned investor, Christian and his team are dedicated to guiding you every step of the way and to assure that you achieve your real estate goals. Don't settle for less when it comes to one of the biggest decisions of your life. Be sure to follow Christian on Instagram at closedbychristian or contact him directly at 647-862-5002. Don't miss this opportunity that will lead you to a great result. When he gives a whole new beating of best of the worst. Right? Gosh, he was just one of those. But um, everyone did their part well. Gamora playing the new Gamora. That was interesting to watch. Um, Nebula, she played her part mm-hmm. without giving any spoilers. And then Rocket. Bradley Cooper did a good job, too, playing Rocket. Like, some scenes he had to really, like, project his voice and make emotions and stuff. It's like he was really good at that. Basically, it it was kind of like his movie in a sense where they focused on him. Oh yeah, that that's something we can share is that the the movie is focused on Rocket Rocket's backstory. So in case we you know, and I think for me in the first movie, I was curious about Rocket because I would see that scene where he takes off his shirt and there's all these metal on stuff on him, and I'm like, whoa, what is the story behind that? Even Chris, not Chris, sorry, Quill played by Chris was like looking at him and like you know kind of going what's going on there like what happened there he didn't mention it though like in a drunken yeah the drunken rage he's like pull put together and pull apart and put together and pull apart and I felt his pain but like there was no visual to see how bad is it and I guys let me just say when you watch it you'll you'll know it's actually one of the things though because like uh, let's just put it this way: like the way that the highly evolutionary sees animals is very despicable, and I gave our little puppy the like the biggest hug ever when. He oh came yeah, home. when we came home, we were like Abigail, where are you? And we just like hugged her, and she was kind of like, "What do you guys want from me?" But she was, but we were just so. Why is she such a moody teenager? She is. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Don't raise a teenage dog, guys. You're you're hurting my heart. (laughs) She's too cool for us now. But um, she's still my baby no matter what. But, um, yeah, if you are an animal lover, just, you know. It hits the field. Yeah, it does. That's your warning. At least the one warning we can give the audience. Nothing, like, graphic or anything, but 
it really makes you feel. Yeah, that's all. You're going to feel a lot. That's one thing I will say. This movie made you feel things. You either felt laughter at one point, and then you felt emotional one more point, and then you felt, like, awesomeness, too. Like, awesomeness in the film as well, that you were just like, oh, yeah. Like, it brought back that Marvel awesomeness. Like, when the heroes, like, start fighting, you're just like, yeah. So, if you're into that, you're going to definitely love this film. What would you give it, Dre? Oh, oh, I said it day of, and I'm going to say it again. I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. And with your 9 out of 10, your experience, because I kind of talked about my experience seeing the movie. What was your experience like similar to mine where you were excited but also trying to be tame? Or were you just like, oh my gosh, so excited. I can just burst out of my seat screaming, yeah. Well, with me though, I knew a little bit about Rocket's backstory going in. And when I saw the trailer that, it was the high evolutionary. I was legit worried going into this movie. I didn't want to say anything, but I was worried. Not necessarily because it was going to be bad, but the high evolutionary is in basically one word, a God complex in human form. And it can be either very grating or just, boring oh so it's you were wondering how they were going to play with that exactly so how they depicted him and his motivations works because it was human but no the movies though exceeded my expectations that's good uh not only that though but like it was worth the money like that's the thing to me too like i just the biggest turnoff is going to a movie and you're like oh man i can't believe i spent money to see that but this time i was like worth every dime <laughs> <laughs> like every dime but the the second thing which i really appreciate and i loved was just the, the found family dynamic Oh, yeah, that was, like, the core for me. It's just, like, these strangers, like, they actually weren't family. They, they're they strangers, and they became friends. Then they became family, and then now they became family family where, you know, I, I, without I, spoiling I, anything. <laughs> I, I don't think this is a really heavy spoiler, so I'm just going to talk more about the dynamic of how it went down. But you have the Guardians visiting a household. So they're visiting a household. You have Mantis, Nebula, Quill, and Drax. They're all visiting a household. Okay. And their dynamic of, Drax, stop laying down on the people's sofa. I think you can say that because that is on YouTube for anyone who wants to really see that. Enjoy listening to podcasts and ever wonder, can I make a podcast? But it seems so complicated and good audio production can take time. What if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily? Well, now there is. Introducing Podcasting Made Easy from Podtastic Audio. My production team will handle your entire audio production, allowing you to be the star of your show. This is Podcasting Made Easy. How easy? Well, so easy, you don't even have to press record. Now that's easy. Your listeners are waiting. Let's deliver. Sign up for a free strategy call today at podtasticaudio.com slash easy. But I do remember it was pretty um, interesting to see them like, sit up, Drax, get off, sit up on the sofa, Drax. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie 
not necessarily because of how interesting it is, but we just got a feel of how close they were. This was kind of like you have your two bratty little um, brothers and sisters like complaining and you have to the older ones. Nova and thing have to keep that's true it's kind of like giving you a closer look at how the dynamic of the of the crew is because I think Quill was like the immature person and Drax was like he was always scared of Drax like he would be like intimidated and then um Nebula of course he was didn't like either he was intimidated but it's like you could tell he loves them and Nebula can come off like a wet blanket sometimes (laughs) what do you mean she's just like She's the killjoy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never. <laughs> I'm trying to process what you meant. Oh, what, what, when I say wet blanket, she's like the one that always nags you. She had. She spent the good five minutes saying, "Like Mantis, you're just as bad as Drax. Drax always destroys stuff, and you enable him to destroy it." And I'm like, "Okay, Marge, why you have to?" So be where nagging? does the wet blanket thing come from? Uh, a wet blanket is basically just annoying. Someone that's just annoying. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Never heard such thing. But okay, yeah, um, yeah, man, Nebula was definitely like a nagging kind of. Mo- she, she. Mm, we're, we're I don't want to spoil so nothing. But guys, guess what? You're gonna have to come back for part two with my brother and I. Part two. You guys have to come back for that because that's when we'll really talk. We'll we'll say everything that we want to say. But this is a spoiler free version. But this is spoiler free. Okay, so come back for the spoiler review. And um, thank you guys for listening. You guys are awesome. If you like what you heard, click the like button and follow for more to spread positivity with us and look for the positive, which which I want to end off with my brother. In what was the positive that you gained from the movie? Having peace with your past, so to speak. The past is the past. We can't do anything to change it. But how we we move on and move forward can dictate our our character. And even if you're in a bad place now, that doesn't mean you won't be in a good place in the future. You can change for the better. Your situation can change for the better. So long as you're willing to put in the effort. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Like, I'm talking specifically on one character okay figured because i'm sure if someone was to say i'm sure if someone were to listen to the podcast and go into the movie with what you said and they'll be like they're not talking about drax are they (laughs) or Groot?" (laughs) but no of course (laughs) i was talking about insert spoilers here (laughs) (laughs) anywho what i got the positive takeaway from the marvel Guardian of the Galaxy Volume 3 movie. My movie, what I got from it is sometimes good things come to an end. <laughs> oh, that's kind of a downer, man. No, but it's a good thing. Um, But no, jokes aside. It, it was a good end. It was definitely a good end. And it just left me feeling optimistic. Like, like oh, okay. What I really got from it is through the hardship, there's, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel exactly that's definitely what i got from that film too like for them to do what they did and all that they did um and the way it was ended it felt like it gave me hope it just was a hopeful movie in the very end of it which i think is something good for the audience to walk away with especially at a time where we all just coming out of a whole pandemic that happened last time last couple years so it's just but it's good to just have something to kind of uplift us at this point you know 
like I said again, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are amazing. Thank you. And check out our spoiler review.